We are in Simon Tzadik Beis. We begin Allah Dalit section 92. We begin the fourth halacha. We learned in Allah Gimel that a person should check to see if they have to use the restroom before davening, before beginning to pray. And also a person should clear themselves of any phlegm, mucus, or any other matter that might disturb them during prayer. Later, the person should go ahead and wash their hands with water. And that applies even if you wash them early in the morning. The reason is because he touched filth after the morning washing. Now, let's say a person has no water available and has to go pray. Mainly, let's say a person does not have water available. He must seek it out, traveling as far as a parsa. If he is on a journey and water is available, a parsa ahead of him and he's able to reach it before the time for prayer passes. So as we explained in a previous year, a parsa is four mil. A mil is approximately one kilometer. So a parsa is about four kilometers. Some authorities consider the length of time it takes to walk a mil as 18 minutes or others say 24 minutes. We said that in section 249 and 459, Al-Tarebbe favors the latter view, which is a total of 96 minutes. So that he should travel that distance as far as the parsa, which is again about four kilometers, in order to look for water. That's if he's on a journey and um, water is available a parsa ahead of him, and he's able to reach it before the time for tefillah will pass. And the above applies when one travels alone. Let's say the person is traveling in a caravan. By contrast, he's not alone. So then he does not have to leave the caravan and proceed alone to the place where water is located. If in order to reach water, he has to retrace his steps as far as a mill, again, about one kilometer, so then he should. If he would have to go back more than a mill, he is not required to do so. If he's concerned that the time for prayer will pass before he reaches the place where water is available, he should not seek it out at all. Instead, he should only clean his hands on a stone or with dust or on a beam or with any substance that cleans. Halacha, hey, five. All the above applies when his hands are dirty, they're soiled, or when he touched an unclean part of the body. If or he does not know for a fact that his hands are at all soiled, even though he has diverted his attention from them, since the, since the morning washing, he does not have to wash or cleanse or clean them again because his hands are presumably fit for prayer as they are fit for the recitation of other blessings. And this is the translation of the term stam yadaim. And what we're intending here is that unless one knows that he has touched an unclean object, he may assume that his hands do not have to be washed. Now, other authorities maintain that diverting one's attention disqualifies his hands for prayer as it does for partaking of bread because... The hands are active. As the expression is, uh, And they may have touched an unclean part of the body. And the Alter Rebbe says, And primacy should be given to this view. Still, says the Alter Rebbe, if one does not have water accessible, there is no necessity to seek it out if he does not know for a fact that his hands have become soiled. In such a case, one may rely on the first opinion above and merely clean his hands with any object that cleanses. So if there's water available, he should wash. But if not, he can rely on the first opinion 
and clean his hands with something else. For such, cleansing is sufficient even for hands disqualified by diverting one's attention. Since the hands were disqualified by the diversion of one's attention, let some sweat or filth be, become attached to them. When they are cleaned in any manner, that is wiped away. Again, it has to be something that could, um, could clean the hands. Now, even if one's hands are soiled, one is required to search for water only when one can do so. But let's say the person's in the middle of davening Shemada Esrei, when one is not allowed to move from his place, as was stated in section 104, there in Halacha Aleph, um, that's Simon Kuvdalit Halacha Aleph, and he recalls, he's in the middle of Shemada Esrei, and suddenly realizes, oops, I touched an unclean place. So in that case, it would, it's sufficient to clean his hands with dust or pebbles, or rub them against a wall. Avalachatchila says the Altareb at the outset, however, while in the middle of Shemanesi, it is forbidden to touch an unclean place, even when one has water accessible, so as not to interrupt Shemanesi, as will be explained in Simon Sadik Zayin, section 97. This concludes Allah Hay and today's share.